business model in general is an agency alternative. So that right there is one difference. Mm-hmm. Past that, when you then look into the online coaching space, what makes me different there? The end goal of my program is to have you confident to DIY, do it yourself. But during the program, I've coined, I haven't coined it personally. I heard a term, now I use it, <laughs> called DWI, which means done with you. Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO podcast, and I appreciate you listening to this episode. And if you've been listening this year, you know that we hit 1,600 episodes at the beginning of this year, and we're doing something a little bit different where we're repurposing our favorite episodes around certain categories or topics, or as I like to call them, the business pillars that we think are going to be extremely impactful for CEOs, entrepreneurs, and business owners. And what I like to call the CB Nation architects who are looking to level up their organizations. This month, we are focused on our greatest asset, talent management and hiring. Think from great resignation to the great renovation. And if you disagree with me, maybe these episodes might be especially for you. Life and especially business has changed. It has forced those that are within organizations to look differently at talent, how it's being managed. When we talk about change, think about it. We have to realize that business as usual is no longer here, and that's evident in attracting and retaining clients, but also in setting up people within organizations to succeed. Think onboarding, think DEI, diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging, how it is working from home, and even going back into the office. Things are different, and this month we are going to explore these topics by featuring CEO hacks and CEO nuggets, but also interviews that focuses on these changes and how organizations can make sure they care for and attract the most valuable asset, their people. Sit back and enjoy this special episode of the I Am CEO podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO podcast. I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Lexi Smith of the PR Bar Inc. Lexi, it's awesome to have you on the show. Thank you so much for having me. It's great to be here. No problem. Super excited to have you on. And before we jumped in, I want to read a little bit more about Lexi so you can hear about all the awesome things that she's doing. And from winning Shark Tank brands to some Inc. Magazine's fastest growing companies in America, Lexi Smith founded the PR Bar Inc. as help as help uh, that has helped countless companies and entrepreneurs gain accelerated success through the world of PR. With nearly 10 years of experience in public relations and marketing, serving most recently a VP of a high eight-figure industry disruptor, Smith has been recognized as a top 20 in her 20s and a brilliant PR expert under 30. Her clients have earned accolades such as Entrepreneur of the Year in the most entrepreneurial companies in America and have been featured in outlets such as Forbes, Entrepreneur Magazine, Inc., CNN, LA Times, Eater, USA Today, FabFitFun, The Huffington Post, Thrillist, ABC, CBS, Wired, and many, many more. In 2019, Alexi founded the PR Bar Inc. to establish a fun and inspired brand that empowers entrepreneurs and small business owners to build their very own empires. Lexi, are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? Yes, I'm ready. Awesome. Let's do it. So I wanted to rewind the clock a little bit back to probably 2019 to hear a little bit more about your entrepreneur journey, how you got started with your business and your CEO story. Yeah. First off, thank you for that introduction. I can't help but blush a little over here. I get (laughs) uncomfortable when the spotlight's turned on me. I'm usually the PR girl, so I'm behind the scenes. But actually, it's a great segue. So 
what led me to the PR Bar Inc. was my past. So as you heard, I've, I've worked with a ton of different companies over the last 10 years. It's a little over 10 years now. And throughout that, I noticed a few things. First, I noticed that personally, I love working with entrepreneurs. And I love working with entrepreneurs in a variety of industries. I realized I didn't just have one love for one industry. I liked an eclectic mix. Two, I noticed throughout all my various positions within these com companies, context, I've worked in agencies and I've worked in-house and now I've worked in leadership and as a coach. And naturally throughout all of those positions, I did find myself teaching, whether that was teaching the entrepreneurs I worked for or those on my staff what have you. So I found out that was my passion. Then I just needed to figure out a market need to mesh with that passion. And that's what I did. And that's how the PR bar was born. In 2019, I started it as a side hustle and I took it full time just this year, 2020. So it's my thing now. <laughs> Congratulations. And I appreciate you for rewinding and that clock and going through those things. Because I think so many times you do, you've done so many awesome things that sometimes people hear that or think that you just woke up yesterday and then all that stuff was accomplished, but there definitely was a process <laughs> and a lot of experience and rolling up the sleeves, it sounds like to get to where you are now and everything you're doing. Definitely. And it wasn't always smooth sailing. <laughs> <laughs> it never truly is. So I know I touched on a little bit when I read your bio, you did as well. So could you take us through exactly like what you're doing for your clients and how exactly that process works? With my clients now with mm -hmm. PR Bar? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So the PR Bar was really created as an agency alternative. I found a need in the market for usually earlier stage business owners who wanted PR but couldn't realistically afford or didn't want to outsource. So the PR bar, I essentially high level, I'm a coach, but I teach people how to increase their influence, impact, and revenue with PR. You can shorten that down to make more money with PR. Mm -hmm. And the main way I do that is I have a signature program called Pop Fizz Clink, Quick Pause, the PR bar, Context. If you go and look at my website or any of my social media channels, you'll see that it's a very intentional cheeky brand for lack of a better word all of my services are called the bar menu for example so it's all in that theme so it's fun i like to have fun with it but my signature program is called pop fizz clink and it's a 90-day program where by the end of it i essentially teach you how to rock the world of pr like a pro and make money with pr yeah that's the goal is really to empower and enlighten and inform the people that are looking for ways to do that and maybe not even sure what pr is and what way to kind of even turn to kind of get that Exactly. And what I have learned in the past year is how much of an education deficit there is on what truly is PR. So that's a big mission of mine is to really educate entrepreneurs on what the heck it is and why it is important for your business. Because it is so much more than just getting on TV shows, which is the most common you know, answer that I hear. Absolutely. And I think too, I don't know if you find that a lot of people, sometimes you have those entrepreneurs that are extremely humble and sometimes they don't either think they have a story, even want to tell their story. And they probably have to work through that, I imagine as well too. Oh, that's huge. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, first off, not feeling that they're newsworthy. And then once they get past that, the having the confidence to step out into the spotlight, whether that be speaking on a podcast or eventually migrating to an on-camera person. That, that takes a lot of mindset work in addition to the back, background work of PR. 
You might have already touched on this, but I want to ask you for what I call your secret sauce. And it could be for yourself or your business, but what do you feel sets you apart and makes you unique? Yeah, that's a great question. I'll give you a couple bullet point answers. First, so like I said, my business model in general is an agency alternative. So that right there is one difference. Mm-hmm. Past that, when you then look into the online coaching space, what makes me different there? The end goal of my program is to have you confident to DIY, do it yourself. But during the program, I've coined, I haven't coined it personally. I've heard a term, now I use it, (laughs) called DWI, which means done with you. So I'm highly collaborative. I'm a teammate to all my clients. I work really one-on-one and I work with them to get them to a point where they are confident to operate solo. That's a little different. And then Finally, when it comes to PR in general, I have a philosophy that there's really two types of PR. There's PR that's fluff and for your ego, and then there's PR that converts, right? That's focusing on an ROI. And I focus on that kind of PR. Now, is there some ego and fluff that plays into that? Absolutely. But that's something that makes me different is I really like to tie PR into a tangible, money-driven result. Yeah, that, that makes so much sense. And as you said, in the beginning, helping to drive that revenue and increase that kind of bottom line. And I had not heard of DWI. So I'm going to give you full credit for that because I don't know who else I can give credit for. So feel free to take it. <laughs> and I wanted to switch gears a little bit. And I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? I'm, is, is it okay if I fire off a few? Yeah, absolutely. Go for it. Because I know that some people will know some, but I'm hoping by giving a few, there'll be a new one in there. First off, I'm huge into systems. So CRM-wise, when I worked for a larger company, we I always use Salesforce and HubSpot. But Pipedrive is a newer one that I'm finding is great for small businesses, and it's more affordable. So that's a CRM. I use Slack for all my program communication for... Payment processing, I use PayPal, but I also use something called SamCart, samcart.com, which is a really easy, fluid, single-page checkout. So if you're someone who's a service-based entrepreneur, look into that. Awesome. I love all those hacks. And so now I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO nugget. So that could be like a word of wisdom or piece of advice. It might be something you would tell a client, or if you were to hop in a time machine, you might even tell your younger business self. So one thing I thought might be helpful for your audience is some pros and cons that help them decide if they want to outsource or DIY, because there are pros and cons to both. And I'm just going to go over a couple of them. So pros to hiring an agency. First off, it's going to be a huge time saver, right? Because they're doing it for you. Another pro is it's going to fast track all of your media connections because you should be hiring a firm that has those connections in place. On the flip side, two cons. One, they're really expensive. I don't think people really understand how much of a financial commitment a PR firm can be. Um, and then second, if that doesn't work out, that firm, the second they are no longer your firm, those media contacts go with them. So you're left back at square one. Which goes to the flip side of one of the big pros of doing it yourself is you own those contacts. Those become personal assets So that's a huge pro DIY. It's also far more affordable for businesses, especially in early growth mode. Con, it's going to take more time because you're the one that's physically doing the pitching and physically building those relationships. So there's more on both sides, but those are just a few to let people think about. Best case scenario, I always say, 
you would start doing it yourself. Then when you have enough capital, bring someone on in-house. And then your final stage is have someone in-house and a firm. The three-tier progression. So that's my PR advice. One of them. Little Lexi advice, or past Lexi. I know that personally, I've had struggles over the issue or over the years in understanding or where to invest. And I would say the best place to invest first is somehow in bettering yourself, whether that be, it could be as simple as, it's going to look different for everyone, investing in yourself when it comes to mental health, or it could be professionally investing in yourself by hiring a coach. I say every coach has a coach. I have a coach. But anytime I've invested in myself or bettering myself, then it eventually comes back twofold and helps everyone around me, right? Because if I'm a better me, I can help others. I'm a better professional and I can make more capital and then help others. So investing in yourself is a good one for me. Nice. Awesome. 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 So now I wanted to ask you my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're open to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Lexi, what does being a CEO mean to you? Okay. So I found a quote last week and I'm going to read it so I don't butcher it, but it reminded me of this question. And the quote is by Marian Anderson. And she said, leadership should be born out of the understanding of the needs of those who would be affected by it. So basically to me, what this means that as a CEO or a founder, you should always have a firm understanding that you are first and foremost a leader. So you are the guiding example. You are the primary individual who is responsible for those that you employ. So I know that I've always looked up to CEOs who during times of financial distress have taken a personal pay cut before they ever let it touch or affect an employee, which is tough. But I think the job of CEO or founders, while it's the toughest, it's also the most rewarding because you have the power to affect people's lives. And within that position, I think you should lead accordingly. So that's high level, but that's how it resonates with me. I, I love that. And I think that sometimes I say we forget of why we're doing everything we're doing and in order to make the impact to see those things. And obviously the people that purchase our products and services, but I think even as you talked about and given that example of even the people that are around us, our teams and the people that we can support, and we often will forget the way that we can make an impact, especially during difficult times where there's a lot of frustration, fear, so many things that are happening. Sometimes by just doing those quote unquote small acts, it makes a huge impact and it basically gets back to why we're doing what we're doing. And I think I love that perspective and that definition. Yeah, me too. But because I said it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I hope you would love it. But uh, I definitely appreciate that definition. Like I said, appreciate your time even more. What I wanted to do is pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best we can get a hold of you, find out about all of the awesome perms and, and services and products you have as well, too. Yeah, I would say if anyone has any questions about anything that I brought up, I could speak forever. So I'm going to cut myself off. My website is theprbarinc.com. You can follow me on social at theprbar underscore inc. I'm always open to chatting and collaborations. At the end of the day, I don't think there's ever one right way to do something. That's why I like to give people both sides of the spectrum. Just because I'm not an agency, that doesn't mean I'm anti-agency. I've worked in agencies. I just think there's solutions that best fit entrepreneurs at certain types 
were times in their business. So yeah, to learn more about me and what I do, again, that's theprbarinc.com or you can follow me on Instagram or Facebook. And yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much again, Lexi. We will have the links and information in the show notes, but I hope you have a great rest of the day. Thank you. You too. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Be sure to follow us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. Grab CEO Gear at www.ceogear.co. This has been the I Am CEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless. Thank you for listening.